Outside Centre with Dr. Dark. Well, welcome to today's show, uh, 101.8 FM. I nearly forgot the name of the station. <laughs> oh, that was very clever, very professional of me. In the studio with me today, I have two uh, actors and directors, let's call you. Let me turn your microphones up. And that's Carl Veltman and Jessica Harper of uh, Urban Voices who are doing a production with WOW. Is that right? That's, That's right, right, yeah. Yep. Very good. At least I remembered some of it. <laughs> so let's get the basic details over first, of, and then we'll do it again at the end. What's the show? OK, well, the, the show's called... Um, it's a black country show, and it's called Where Yow Been? <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to say yeah, the yeah. title of it with a bit of an accent. In English, that means where have you been? Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, for, the, for the show, it's where you been. So where you been? Where is it? It is at the Arena Theatre in Wolverhampton, mm -hmm. um, which is the University Theatre. Um, and it's on next Thursday evening, um, which is... And afternoon. Afternoon and evening. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's next Thursday, which is the 16th, 16th. of July, mm -hmm. and that's at um, 2 o'clock in the afternoon mm -hmm. and 7.30 in the evening. And how much does it cost for a ticket? It's a fiver. It's a fiver. And obviously we are offering two free tickets today to a listener of the show who wants to email me, and I'll tell him the email day details later. And uh, so what's the telephone number for them to get tickets from the arena box office? Uh, the box office number is Wolverhampton, which is 01902 321 321. Uh, I think you can also check out the tickets, um, or you might even be able to book them online at um, www.arenatheatre.info. Right, and describe to me where the Arena Theatre is in Wolverhampton is. Mm. That's <laughs> well, I always describe it as being just behind the, the art gallery. It's just opposite behind the art gallery. Yeah. And it's on the road down to the Civic Centre car park. Just up from the Varsity pub. On, yep. Up from the Varsity pub. Most people know where pubs are, so I think that's a, that's a good description of that. And so uh, what's the show about? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, it's uh, the, the theme that we were given to work on was um, exploring the black country. Um, so we've kind of um, tried to focus on different areas. We're looking at industry, family, dialect, food and music. So it's a really eclectic mix of um, stuff. Um, and to be honest, we explore it not just through um, drama, but through song, through video, um, through movement. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on there. And also taste and smell. Also taste and smell, which is always good <laughs> with the food. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be... Um, letting the audience have a bit of a treat, um, a black country treat. So they're going to be uh, in for a, a nice time by having some scratchings. Be a real black country experience. Yeah, grey pays and bacon <laughs> and a, uh, a drop of Banksy's. And, and, and you grew up on this diet as well, I take it, being that you're both from the black country. Oh, yes, we most yeah. certainly did. <laughs> uh, we were weaned on this stuff. <laughs> that bread and milk and dripping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you want to explain why you're both so fat? <laughs> uh, uh, that's a little joke there Thanks, that Paul. the radio listeners <laughs> won't get. Uh, I'm fat, so I can call other people fat, even if they probably weigh a third of my weight. Uh, and so how have Urban Voices got involved with WOW? And WOW is basically uh, the drama group of Stoheat Day Centre. Yeah. Um, 
Well, Urban Voice are a, um, a Midlands educational production company, and we've been um, running since 2000, um, which um, in 2000, we, uh, me and a couple of fellow graduates from Wolverhampton University set up the company. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've been working um, in Wolverhampton, but throughout the Midlands, in schools, um, colleges, working with... Um, a whole cross-section of communities um, producing creative products. Um, and the the project that we're doing at the moment with WoW Drama Group is is um, something quite new for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time that we've worked with adults with learning difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're absolutely loving it. We're having a, a, it's a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possibly one of the... Um, the most fun projects that we've ever worked on with a great, great group of people. Why? Um, just how and why? Pure enjoyment factor. Yeah, it's really rewarding. You get like a real sense. Well, when you do something with them, they just really enjoy it. It's not they come on Wednesdays because they want to, not because they're made to. It's it's really great feeling when you. Mm-hmm. you know, it is, and also I've I don't think I've ever worked with any group of people that have enjoyed themselves so much mm-hmm. and it's real you know honest enjoyment and, and really willing to like learn and experience new things it's and we it's really we buzz off that as much as, uh, as anyone you know so so how long have you been in in kind of development on it um we've been working over the past it's about 15 weeks yeah um yeah, and we've been going um every wednesday morning we've had a session with the group and they've been working with their um, with their day workers um, outside of that time as well. But so should we give their day, their day, day workers a name check? Bevan Wend. Let's do it. Bevan Wend. Yeah. Bevan Wend. <laughs> Isn't that a window cleaner, Bevan Wend? <laughs> <laughs> so, Beverly and Wendy. Beverly and Wendy. Beverly and Wendy. Um, who, to be fair, we, you know, the show wouldn't be ready without them because they put an incredible amount of work into um, getting... A lot of stuff organised outside of the mm-hmm. of the session that we spend with them because our time's limited um, to those Wednesday mornings. But um, Beverly and Wendy have really worked hard on. Yeah, they have worked really hard. Um, I'm bringing lots of things together so that we can really utilise that Wednesday morning mm-hmm. time. So if we go back a bit, you're 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 both graduates of Wolverhampton University or not? I'm a graduate of the university. And I'm uh, a graduate of the college. I, I didn't go to university. You didn't so go to university? I didn't, know. Well, you learned from him that it was a waste of time. So. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> That's not true. I've got, I've got lots of good things to say about Wolverhampton, you know. Have you? Indeed? I have. That's yeah. only because you want to work in their theatre. <laughs> no, no, I did drama at Wolverhampton University as well. Yeah. Many, many years ago. In fact, before you were born. Uh, and so what did you enjoy university um i did i did and um so what was your final year piece um i did uh what did did you traumatize the tutors with it was it was trauma for them because we did um waiting for Godot. did you indeed (laughs) which (laughs) is a trauma whether you're in it or whether you're watching it i think i like waiting for Godot. absolutely i think it's a masterpiece but i think it can easily be killed (laughs) yeah yeah well we thoroughly enjoyed doing it and we actually took it to um edinburgh Mm -hmm. in 2000 um, and performed it there. So, <laughs> did you get good reviews? Uh, we didn't get reviewed for that one. Ah, was that bad? We got reviewed for a, a, another show that we took at the same time, and uh, 
I'll I'll not mention what the review was like for that. <laughs> I've heard lots of stories about <laughs> it, it. It was pretty bad, was it? What was the other show? Um, the other show was a, a play called La Ronde mm-hmm. um, by a playwright called Arthur Snitchler, I think it is. And um, it's about a, a, a merry-go-round Schindler? of... Uh, I, I'm not sure. Stendhal or... I'm not sure on the surname. But it, it, it's a, like a merry-go-round of relationships. So two actors played... Uh, sort of eight characters mm. each. And being Edinburgh, you did it in the nude or something, did you? Well, <laughs> you know what? There, <laughs> was, <laughs> there was one scene where uh, the director was trying to get me to play this poet because they're all um, <laughs> little relationships and, and um, rendezvous that happen between these characters, quite often intimate ones. So he was looking for me <laughs> to... Um, play this poet nude and I, I wasn't too happy but we compromised in the end and I played it in swimming trunks without underwear but with a very long shirt <laughs> <laughs> so if you were on the first couple of rows oh you dear. were very unfortunate <laughs> oh dear right, right, yeah. oh, and did you have to do a final performance at the college I did I did we did will do? rock you we will rock you I did yeah the musical we will rock you <laughs> And how many of you were in that? Because I presume you was quite a small group. If you're doing Waiting for Godot and Laurent. Yeah, there was sort of this two um, two main cast in that with a supporting cast of sort of three, I think. Um, what, what about... Uh, there we was were... quite a lot in We Were Rocky, actually, because um, the college is split into two year groups. So you've got the first year and the second years. And it was the second year's final piece, but we had to have the first years included for the dancers. So it was a very big cast. It was quite quite a big cast in that one, yeah. And you did drama, or was it drama and something? I did performing arts. Performing arts. I and did. what was your degree in? Um, my degree was in drama with English, because at the with time English. you couldn't just um, you couldn't just do a full. You couldn't just play about. You had to read full, a book. Yeah, you had to read a book as well. <laughs> Which was unfortunate, but <laughs> hey. And so, who set up Urban Voices? Who were the key people? Um, well, myself and um, Nicola Byrne. And uh, a guy called Simon Quinn originally set the company up. Simon's since gone off to do some um, um, some other work, and it's just myself and Nicola that run run the company now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got a team of um, artists, freelance filmmakers, visual artists, choreographers, musicians that we use depending on what projects we're working on at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Right, and so explain to me... Uh you also do other work outside of Urban Voices, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. Um, I do some um, sort of di- directing of local... Um, and I've seen uh, you both in Oklahoma fairly recently. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes you would have done, yeah. You did. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Well, Paul, you're revealing all our, <laughs> all our secrets now. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, well, in fact, many thousands of my listeners would have seen you in Oklahoma <laughs> at the uh, at the Grand Theatre. Yeah, we've got a, that was with um, South Staff's operatic um, company. Um, well, actually, I think they're called Musical Theatre Company now. Yeah, they? they are Musical Theatre Company. And we've got a show coming up with them in October. And which one's that? That's My Fair Lady. My Fair Lady. And who's yeah. playing the fair and who's playing the my? <laughs> we well, won't ask who's playing the lady. No, no, we've got uh, we've got a really strong because of course Andrew Rydell is is a friend of the show. He's been uh, on a few times. So. I see. He refuses to sing for us, which my my listeners are devastated. Oh by, no, so. Andrew's 
Andrew's such a good voice. singer, yeah. Absolutely. He's a lovely Absolutely. singer. He's the best, but he, he won't sing on the show. I'll try and bribe him. I'll try and get him on. You get him on to do Old Man River. Yes. Yeah, he does a great version of that. Yes. Actually, he sang some really good songs in Oklahoma as well. Yeah, he did. He sang really well in Oklahoma. He did. So, what are you in My Fair Lady? You were both in My Fair Lady? Yes, I am just dancing this year. I didn't audition this year. Um, what about you? <laughs> I'm I'm producing it, so I'm not. Um, You're actually, not in it. I'm not taking a role this year. No. <laughs> oh. I think the job of producing it's uh, enough. So. <laughs> so job. what does what does producing involve? Um, well, it basically involves putting the show together. Really, um, I'll be directing the principals in there, um, in in the in the scenes, in the dialogue bits, um, and I'll normally block any solo um, songs. Um, Block. What does that mean? Uh, as in, as in direct. Stop them singing. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> as in directing the. the I don't know. I saw some people in Oklahoma. You should probably stop singing. <laughs> Paul, really? Who? <laughs> I don't, I don't think I you should say it on air. <laughs> I couldn't tell you anyway, because I, I don't know either their real names or the characters' names. Okay. So I'm saved by <laughs> that one. Um, <laughs> no, I mean blo blocking the characters as in sort of le moving them about the stage. Mm -hmm. So um, setting it, blocking it. Is... As, as an established uh, musical, though, is it all fairly prescriptive? Uh, it, to be honest, yeah, it, it is fairly um, prescriptive, yeah. Um, there's only so much you can do with it, but obviously anything I do, I try and put a, a bit of a new slant on it or mm. have mm. a go at making it my own rather than just... And is this going to be at the Grand? It's at the Grand, yeah. And have you got a date? <laughs> <laughs> Roughly. I Which month? I do that. I didn't know I was going to talk about this. <laughs> it's in October. It's now. It's in, I get my guests to talk about their whole lives. Uh, we'll just start the therapy in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you brought some tissues? It's Jack? in October. <laughs> Don't go that direction. <laughs> that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> uh, so that'll be in October. And I take it the, the legendary Andrew Rydell is in it? He is in it, yeah. He's playing Eliza Doolittle, I hope. <laughs> well, he wanted to, but we just said, look, you know, this year... The costumes are too too large for him. <laughs> yeah. No, he's... Um, You're cruel. He's a, <laughs> I wonder if he's listening. A very valuable member of our company. <laughs> That's, that's very well said as a producer-director. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and what else have you been doing? Uh, what else have I been doing? Well... Because you had quite a key role in Oklahoma, I remember. You had quite a large singing part as the son... Oh, that's my telephone. <laughs> we'll ignore that. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'll play, a, I'll play a piece of music and then we'll get back. So I have in the studio with me, Jessica Harper and Carl Veltman of Urban Voices talking about the performance that's coming up. Two performances by WOW that they're working with on Thursday the 16th of July. That's next Thursday at the Arena Theatre. Two shows at 2 o'clock and 7.30. Tickets £5. If you email me dark at wcrfm.com, I will give you a couple of free tickets on behalf of the Arena Theatre and WOW and Urban Voices. Uh, so, Carl and Jessica... Uh, Yes. What are your processes and what's different about working with actors with learning difficulties? Um, OK, what's di I don't think we've necessarily approached this project any differently to the way we approach working with another group. Mm -hmm. But what we have done is what we always do, which is try to make sure that there's a sense of ownership over the piece. So 
um, instead of us going away and writing a performance and bringing it in and then working with the group on our own work, we've tried to make sure that there's a bit of a uh, process of devising that's happened in the early stages of rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So, um, for instance, we've had a musician that's come in and worked with the group and they've um, workshopped um, creating lyrics and melody and by the end of that, we've got a song that we use in the show, but everyone's had an input into it. Um, that's the same with some of the um, some of the drama that we've done, yeah. some of the some of the um, poetry that we've got. So people have got a bit of ownership over it um, and feel like um, like it's their show rather than hours that they're just kind of fronting for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And as what what's the kind of feedback you're getting from them about your process with them? Um, Are they telling you it's great to work with you, or do they tell uh, well, what their I've, day what workers, I've noticed, oh, God, I wish they wouldn't turn. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> well, their reaction when we walk through the room is uh, is wonderful. Because yeah, we've it's, a, it's a great reaction. There's, yeah, there's hugs and kisses all around when we go in. So. Own, we feel so welcome. I mean, um, we've got Margaret, one of the one of the members. Um, we have a cup of tea ready for We're never for sure us of a cup of tea because Margaret's always got the kettle on for every us. Every Wednesday. Which is wonderful. Um, but no, the thing I've noticed about the group is that over that those 15 weeks, this isn't the first show that they've done. They have done some, some other work before. But I've just... They really seem to have got a professional mindset about they them. They do, completely, um, completely. They're completely ready for rehearsal when we get there they get into their starting positions they're focused um they actually want to be there they yeah. just they come because they want to not not in any way they made to come or anything like that it's not like school where they have no choice over it they're just there and it's because they want to and you can really tell when you go in they're ready for rehearsals and they're all fired up aren't they yeah mm. yeah and it's it's Great kind feeling. of grown through the the weeks really till we've had a rehearsal today and you know, I, I, uh, at the beginning of it, I didn't think we'd be able to sort of like maintain the focus mm -hmm. and co and concentration that we have done today. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been superb, mm -hmm. and that's why it's there. Really, has been. I can't really say there's been a different process with this group. There hasn't. They've adapted to our way of working very, very well. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And so, uh, is the show going to be on anywhere else other than the arena? There aren't any plans at the moment, but... Because um, the group are doing something with the ga art gallery, aren't they? I believe so. I think that's a little bit later. But that's not what you're involved in. No, 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 no. I think that's no. maybe later in the year, um, in the autumn. And how are the how are the accents coming? <laughs> if it's about the black country... And to be honest, they, they all have quite quite uh, broad black country accents. Although anyway. well, you're from the black country, you don't particularly have a black country no, accent. But them no, but they're doing really well. <laughs> Aye, they. They are more. <laughs> you mean they talk in such a way even you can't understand what they're yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, that was one of the things. We, um, One of the first weeks, we rolled out a massive sheet of wallpaper and we just said, right, what words do we know? And, uh, well, we learnt some new ones. Yeah. Didn't we? Just black country well, words. Well, Jeff. There. Jeff's just brilliant. That yeah. is, he knows loads. He knows loads. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, Jeff's p Jeff is a, a, a gentleman that plays our fish our fishman in the pub. Fishman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he uh, he comes in selling his uh, cockles and mussels. Cockles and mussels. I used to eat them as a child. 
Uh, so you you need some props. We, oh, do, yes, we do, we do. Um, we're looking for a bit of a bit of help. Um, we the way we're staging the show, mm. we're looking to have um, a bit of a skyline of chimney pots. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting hold of them is quite difficult. So we've got a bit of a, a plea for chimney pots. Um, and not not to keep, we could just borrow them and um, let people have them back when we're finished with them. Right. Um, what we're looking to do is put lights shining up. Shining up the chimney pots. Out of the chimney pots. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, as many as of, of those as we can get. And we're also after some um, pub stools or chairs and tables. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's got any of those lying around in the uh, in the garage, we'll be Excellent. happy to take them off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, the the other thing we're looking for is we're looking for some construction helmets, um, the type that um, might have had lights on the front, because mm-hmm. um, we've got a, quite a stylized piece of poetry and movement that involves the cast um, switching the lights on and 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 moving as a group, and we wanted to do that with these construction helmets and lights. Mm-hmm. And then the final one. Is we're looking for an old. No, this is a this is a biggie. It is. <laughs> we're looking for an old-fashioned mangle. Um, so if anyone's got a hold of one of them, is that to mangle the language even further? Or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you've got one of them, Isabel. <laughs> so it's uh, pub stools and tables. Yeah. And a mangle and chimney pots. Yeah, and, and the construction, construction helmets. helmets. And construction helmets. Yeah. And cuddly toy. <laughs> I, I, I'd say look for a pub they're demolishing. That would be look. Yeah. At that. <laughs> look for an old pub they're demolishing, which usually happens about weekly in Wolverhampton. That's true. <laughs> so uh, you should be doing that. Uh, and so, uh, I get a sponsor. Go to a, a, manu- a kind of construction company and try and get some of that as well, because yeah. they, they'll probably know. Uh, or even carvers. Got to carvers. Yeah. Get a bit of sponsorship. <coughs> They'll be very good. So, uh, <coughs> coming back to you two, you, you've just got back from a trip to the Far East, Bangkok. That was where we started. Well, yes. Where did you finish? We finished off in um, Palolem, which is a beach in Goa in India. Mm-hmm. It was a very exciting trip. And where did you go in between? Uh, well, we started off in Thailand. Uh, we then went to Cambodia. Mm-hmm. Um, Spent a bit of time looking around Angkor Wat. Which, which was, was amazing. Yeah. So we went to Angkor Wat. Which, if, if, if anyone's not aware, that's um, uh, where Tomb Raider was, part of Tomb Raider was filmed. So. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing place. It, it really is. is. It's, uh, and you took <coughs> a bit of puppet theatre. Yes, that was in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. We went to go and... Watch some puppet theatre, didn't we? Yeah, was which it water puppetry actually? Yeah, it's it's um, water puppetry. Water puppetry. Yeah, what's the difference between puppetry and water puppetry? Well, the di- it's it's incredible actually. The the actors, well, the the puppeteers, are sort of um, waist high, waist water, to chest high in water mm-hmm. behind the the scenery, and the the puppets are controlled on on really long sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a complete skill. I mean, it's not till it the is. end when the puppeteers come out of the water. And it's, you kind of, it's hard to believe that there's actually someone like controlling them because it's just done yeah. so well. Has it inspired you to use that in a future show? It hadn't until you've just said that, and <laughs> I'm thinking, no, you know, it, it, it was, was it was brilliant. Part of it, part of the um, 
All good theory is theft of good ideas off someone else. Oh, definitely. But part of the in intrigue of this is that the puppets themselves. Yeah. I mean, the they, way they're made and the way they're jointed mm -hmm. to let them move across Although the Although one puppet did did um, fall off the stick on the show night, didn't it? So yeah. uh, That was the one with the suicide bit. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to drown himself. That wasn't himself. too good. <laughs> that was me. He'd had enough of theatre. <laughs> and had decided to end it all. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> and so, uh, did you uh, did you enjoy it? You know, how long did you go for? Four months in total. Four months. Four yeah. months. I think that we 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 enjoyed Vietnam the most, didn't we? It, yeah, we did. It was, oh, it's a beautiful country. Yeah, uh, we sort of like uh, riding on motorbikes through the central highlands of mm -hmm. of um, Dalat. Mm -hmm. There's um, lo If you want a beach, there's loads of beaches like. If you want yeah, hot weather, if you want cold weather, if you want just sights. The hustle and bustle of the city, mm. um, Saigon. So next year's Hanoi. trip to Blackpool's going to be a bit of a downer, really, isn't <laughs> Probably, it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got to say, when you spend a bit of time away from home, it really is good to get back. Is it? It is. And, and you're not tempted to think about moving to a foreign country to broaden the experience theatrically, artistically, uh, culturally? I don't know. After the experience of the travel that we did, I don't know whether I could mo would ever want to move. Would you, Jess? Yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> On that note, let me, let me play a trailer. Uh, in the studio with me, I have uh, Carl Veltman and Jessica Harper of Urban Voice, uh, who are working with WOW, uh, doing a show next Thursday at the Arena Theatre. That's Thursday the 16th. At 2 o'clock and 7.30 in the evening, tickets £5. You can call the box office on... 01902 321 321. Excellent. So what are your ambitions? Let's start with you first, Carl. Oh, Do you want to become a, a fully-fledged, professional, full-time actor-director? Mm, well... Or do you like working in education? <laughs> I quite enjoy what I'm doing, to be honest. Mm. Um, That'll wear off. <laughs> I don't know... <laughs> I'm, I'm just always looking to sort of build our company and make it bigger and take on bigger projects and mm -hmm. and work with more people. And that's really um, what what my ambition is. I know I know Jess has got greater ambitions. So what's, <laughs> what's your greater ambition? My ambition is to become an actress. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that's my ambition. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you doing about it? Um, well, since I've come back off the trip, um, I was quite fortunate. I was a member of um, uh, ITV Children's Workshop, mm -hmm. and now I've hit eighteen. I've had to, I've had to say goodbye and leave. So I'm just um, seeking an agency at the moment mm -hmm. in London, which is all very exciting. So, are you going to go to drama school? I'm not. I'm not going to go to drama school, no. I'm going to give it my best shot and do it myself, I think. You're not going to try RADA? I'm, I'm not, no. Or the Central School of Speech and whatever? No, no. I feel in those three years I might be able to get somewhere. So. And think of the money you'll save. And think of the money I'll save, <laughs> yeah. That's all, yeah, it's a good thing. So are you prepared to move to London for this? Because um, that's really where you've got to go, isn't it? I don't think... I think it's necessary to move to London if you're in the musical theatre. Mm -hmm. But at the moment, uh, when it comes to television acting, it's not necessary to be London-based anymore. Mm -hmm. In fact, West Midlands and, like, the Midlands at the moment is massive in the film and television world mm -hmm. at the moment. Mm -hmm. 
So, so I think I'm going to stick up? here. Um, not as of yet, actually. I'm just really like starting off getting an agency and getting my feet, feet down kind of thing. You have done a bit, though, haven't you? Oh, yes, you I've, have done, done, I've a done a bit, yeah. Well, tell us about the bit. Okay. Um, right, um, you mean a bit of acting, by the way. I did. <laughs> as opposed to a straight <laughs> I uh, <laughs> Well, yeah. No, I've starred in Deanne and Pascoe mm-hmm. uh, with the likes of Linda Bellingham and Tim Healy and obviously Colin Buchanan. She, she's the one off the Bisto advert, isn't she? She is. Yeah. And the Marks and Spencer's advert. <laughs> it's not just food, it's M&S food. Um, uh, casualty, mm-hmm. uh, Doctors. And one of my most recent things was a... Um, so what was wrong with the In Doctors? In Doctors? Oh, goodness, this is embarrassing. Uh, in Doctors, I... Wanted to be a lad. You wanted to be a lad. I did. I wanted to be a lad. <laughs> so, uh, well, so oh. I was. Um, <laughs> I think you should elaborate on that. You were play- It was a character that wanted to play in the boys' football team, wasn't it? Yes, and she also wanted to have a sex change. Be a lad, so she was bandaging her herself up on all sorts. Right, right. <laughs> so it was quite a. <laughs> Yes. It was a stretch for you. It was, As yeah. you tell the casting directors. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to always play transsexuals. I'd prefer not to. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then my most recent thing um, was a BBC film with Julie Walters. Called? Called Filth. It was a Mary Whitehouse story. Mm-hmm. It's quite, it was quite recent. It was just before we went away, which was an amazing experience to work with the likes of Julie Walters. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was fantastic. And so what were you in that? Um, I was a naughty schoolgirl called Tanya. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was quite rude. So uh, that was a scene set in Wolverhampton, then, was it? It was actually set in Claverley. Mm-hmm. It was that was where the whole film was set. But um, yeah, she very it was shot on location. Came, yeah, it was shot on location. It wasn't filmed in Claverley actually. It was in um, a school in Birmingham, mm-hmm. but set in Claverley. Right, right. So. But you you got your name back out there now. You're back from uh, from your Far East tour. I'm giving it the best shot, yes. Yes, I have, oh, hopefully. Obviously, so. we wish you luck, and hopefully uh, you'll keep telling us what you're in so you can tell us so we can uh, tell our listeners to, yeah, that you're great. on every night in, in <laughs> some, something or other. Yes, that would be wonderful. So what's your dream job? Um, Getting a soap to start with? I don't know. I don't... Mm, not necessarily soaps. I just want to be... Um, Regularly employed. Yes, and I want to be... I want to be known for my, my talent rather than my money or anything else i want to be like julie walters is actually because mm-hmm. she's she's an amazing actress and i'd like to be known I hate for that but oh that's no a, that's another question so we won't <laughs> that go was a, that. a bad oh, choice on oh, my oh, haven't spoken you've got a really big hate list <laughs> <laughs> it's only oklahoma and julie walters <laughs> oh gosh the two things we've spoken about most i'm worried it's everything we like <laughs> <laughs> no no i have uh, I have, I, I really have serious problems with Julie Walters, and uh, along with Mike Lee, I think Mike Lee should be stopped from making films. Right. I think he should be stopped, and it should be a law against him ever getting money to make films. Just out of in- what's, what's your, your, what's your reason <laughs> for not liking Julie Walters? Yeah. Uh, for Julie Walters, I think it's a kind of uh, it's a lack of authenticity in many of her portrayals, which I, I, I question, and I think. By authenticity, I don't mean... I think she does often parodies or kind of caricatures or stereotypes of, of working-class characters in particular, uh, and I think that that deeply aggrieves me, and that's my problem with Mike Lee as well. I think Mike Lee's interpretation of the working class is insulting and demeaning and comes from a kind of very middle-class bourgeois sentimentality. 
Mm, it's a good <laughs> argument, I tell you. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it's... Uh, and she, she's on too much and she's pretty indiscriminate as well. I think that doesn't help. You know, you turn right. the telly on, she's on. I'm just trying mm. to think of someone else now. <laughs> that I'd like. No. I just fine. tell you, I don't like them either. So. <laughs> Brenda Blethyn, that's another one I have a problem with. <laughs> Who don't you like? Who don't I like? I don't like Timothy Spool. You don't like Timothy Spool? I don't at all. Well, apart from the times he's appeared in Mike Lee films, I think Timothy Spool is brilliant. Oh, <laughs> I think he's a bit of a letdown. But then again, there's some things I've watched and I think he's good in, so... Mm. And what about you? Come on. Who so it's Julie like? Walters. When the revolution comes, it's Julie Walters. Oh, Timothy Spall. Spall. <laughs> Timothy Spall. Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, who don't I like? I don't watch a lot of TV. Film? Theatre? Film. Oh, good. You put me on the spot now. And yeah, Robinson. And Robinson. <laughs> yeah, but you're not supposed to like oh, it. You'll have to, yeah, I'll keep thinking and I'll, I'll come up with my... So do you go to the theatre much? Uh, well, when time allows, not not a great deal. Mm -hmm. So, to be honest, not as much as we'd like to, I don't think. No, with work commitments and stuff. And so, when you do go to the theatre, do you keep do you sit there thinking, he's rubbish? <laughs> they're quite good. Ooh, they're well, I tell you what, it, it does become hard to. We were talking about this, weren't we, earlier about um, suspending disbelief because mm. when you're looking at it from a production mm -hmm. point of view, it's hard to. Mm -hmm. Uh, becoming involved as a as a as a normal audience member, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and sometimes if you're watching it as an actress, you, you can always think of you think to yourself, "Oh, I wouldn't have done it like that," or "I would have preferred it if they didn't like." Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a bit difficult to just sit back and enjoy the show. Mm -hmm. So, what great performances have you seen, apart from your own, of course? Oh goodness! One of the best productions I've ever seen is a production called Shockheaded Peter, mm, no. um, which is um, based on the stories of Heinrich Hoffman, mm -hmm. um, and it was it was actually at Warwick Art Centre. I saw it. Absolutely fantastic um, piece of storytelling aimed at children. It was they're cautionary tales for children. Yeah. So things like um, uh, Fidgety Philip and stories like that. But it, just the way it was put together was. In Incredible. what sense? Expand on that. What uh, made well, you think good? Business? Just the production of the whole thing. The design was amazing. It, mm -hmm. it looked like a, a pop-up storybook. The, the the scenery and the the design of it, and the um, the style of performance was a, a merging of um, puppetry, um, mime. Um, it was the style of it. It was you know it was. Superb. And what about you, Jess? What's the best performance you've seen? Oh, no. In any way? It's very hard either you've question. worked with or. Um, is Timothy, uh, Timothy, whatever, still in Doctors? What's his name? Timothy. No, he, he's not in it anymore. No. What was his name? Oh, uh, did he, the guy who did all creatures, it, yeah. great and small, Timothy. Timothy something. It was Timothy something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my favourite performance. Uh, it's not very different or anything, but I massively enjoyed Billy Elliot in the West End. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fantastic, mm -hmm. brilliantly done, um, very touching. I thought it was wonderful. So that that at the moment is on one of my 
It's at the top of my excellent, list. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Obviously, there's another film I dislike intently. Oh, gosh, I'm not doing <laughs> oh, very no, well here. Paul, that, I've got it. That's a great film. It's a patronising account of the working class. No uh, way. Uh, it is. It is. It, oh, it, no. it, it's kind of authenticity in relation to the working classes is naive and narrow-minded. And, and and a bit patronising as well. It doesn't stop it being a great story, and I understand why people love it. But I think if you get beneath that, it's quite insulting to the working class. Uh, see, I can accept those as broad statements. <laughs> oh, gosh, what elements happened? of the film did you feel were... Well, I, I, I object to the constant picking of two random opposites, ballet and coal mining, and, and as if they're... The working class see them as, as as so wholly separate and different worlds that they shouldn't let their children get into it. And it's just not like that. Working class life is not like that. It hasn't been like that for 40 years. And and so I, that's one of my big problems with it. Even the most hardcore working class... I know people who live up in the area where it was supposed to be set, and they have deep problems with it. And I think... Right. It, and it, and it, it, it completely apoliticised what is a fundamental political issue, which is about class, because the film is about class, yet it tried to pretend that class didn't exist and it was just about kind of cultural fulfilment. And, of course, the two don't... They don't you don't have one without the other. And so if it had a better understanding of class, it would have been... Uh, it could have been a, a fantastic film, but it didn't, and it just uses class as a hook for its own kind of story, which is a very good story. I don't have a problem with the story, mm. but... It, doesn't come to grips with class, the nuances, the complexities of it, to be able to actually in, in give it a bit of depth. And, and as such, it was quite a superficial thing ah. that the film didn't need to be. The theatre is different. I think, you know, it's a show. It's a yes, musical of course, show. Yeah. It's yeah. very different. And that, that's you go for the spectacle, and I'm sure it delivers 100% on that. And it that's very what it much is. does. But the film is very different, and I... So he's another bloke I'd stop making films. <laughs> so that's what's that? Five, six, ten, twenty, fifty people on our list. Did you like This Is England? Uh, I was just thinking exactly uh, the same thing. I do like Shade Meadows. Yes, I think he he understands class. He's from that class. He stayed with that class, and he engages with that class. And he has a deep political understanding of how class works, and that comes across in his work. Okay. And I'd love to see Shane Meadows do a musical. That would be fantastic. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I think that, that would, would be, be very brilliant. exciting. Very exciting. Very good. So, and, and the thing is, is, I think a lot of these people often have come from a, a working-class background, uh, even Julie Walters, those kind of things, but I think they've left it long ago. Uh, and equally, it isn't... Their sensibilities are incapable of understanding what it was or what it is now because they've left it a long time ago that's not their fault that's just the reality of life and it's about what you see class as uh, so but, for that, but that, i'm just thinking sort of everyone's got their own perception of that haven't they so mm -hmm. doesn't that it kind of makes it different for every viewer of the film doesn't it uh yes and yes and no i think it, it depends on whether you want to make art or you want to make entertainment and I think the guy who made the film, Billy Elliot, thought he was making art, when in fact he wasn't, he was making entertainment. If you're just making entertainment, I wouldn't expect you to deal with issues of class, like musical. It is pure entertaining spectacle. But the film is different, because I think it is art. Uh, the, the, the guy who directed it is, is a kind of art director. And so I think that, that, that brings in a higher level of criticism that he should expect and have to deal with. Yeah. 
and it's about it's about the intention. So I think, for example, Adam Sandler films, I think are brilliant for what they uh, are. Yeah, yeah, for what they are. I don't expect deep political understanding. If I'm watching a film by an English legendary theatre director about class in the north becoming a ballet, I expect a lot more, a lot, lot more. And so it's about your expectations of it and what they're, they're exploring and attempting to deliver. And in Billy Elliot, he failed. <laughs> That's my phone again. I should have turned it off, shouldn't I? I'm going to make them wait. So we'll have some make ringing. Them wait. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll play a record and then we will come back and say the final bits about the show. So, sex, drugs and rock and roll. That's life in Wolverhampton for Urban Voices, isn't it? It is. <laughs> uh, that's Ian Jury and the feature film of that coming out next March is also called Sex, Drugs and Rock and Roll. So, coming back to the show, if they want to give you some props, who do they ring? Uh, I guess they ring me. Mm-hmm. So, um... Tell us your number slowly and twice. My number is 07... Nine seven one two one six eight five zero. That's oh seven nine seven one two one six eight five zero. Excellent. And uh, the show is again. It's where y'all been? Where y'all been? Where y'all been? Our guide to the black country. And uh, they're going to get food, drink, and, uh, and a truly black country experience. In they there. will. They'll get scratchings, grey pies and bacon, and a little totter banksy. And a bit of singing. Bit of singing. Sing song and... Bit of movement. Bit of comedy. Uh, bit of film. Bit of comedy, bit of film. A veritable festival. It is. A theatrical experience to never forget. And also, um, WOW, the WOW group, they aim to create theatre that focuses um, on, well, the sort of... Um, focuses on comedy and humour as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it is going to be a, a cracking comedy night, isn't it? Yeah, it will be. And so that's next Thursday, 16th of July, Arena Theatre, Wolverhampton, 2 o'clock and 7.30, tickets £5. Email me dark at WCRFM for a couple of free tickets. And, uh, well, I suppose it's just uh, thank you for coming in. Carl and us. Jessica, I've enjoyed it. And hopefully when you do your next show, when you're doing uh, My Fair Lady... Yeah. You can come and tell us about dancing and you can tell us about blocking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've appreciated you coming in and I will be at the show. And although I'm not a theatre fan, I will be there. I'm, I'm, I'm dreading your critique <laughs> now, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen WOW at the arena before and they're very good. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks very much.